Welcome to Listener's Advisory, the San Diego Public Library podcast. Library Foundation SD is a dynamic organization that makes so much of what SDPL does possible. Today, learn about the good work they're doing and how it impacts library services throughout our city. So stick around. This should be fun. This year, Library Foundation SD is celebrating its 20th anniversary. So when Bob asked me to whip up a segment about the organization I work for, I decided to lean heavy into the 20th theme, and I put together a list of Library Foundation SD's 20 greatest hits over the last 20 years. And then I ran it by Bob. 20 greatest hits? Not everybody knows what the Library Foundation does. What about 20 questions? Questions, the question and answer program everyone enjoys, presented by Menon for Men. And now, here's your man about questions. It's just me. I'm the host. Thank you. A very hearty welcome again, all of you, to 20 Questions, the absolutely unrehearsed animal, vegetable, and mineral game that everybody is playing. Now, we have a rather unique way of keeping track of the score as we go along. We do it on our Menon scoreboard. It just so happens that there are exactly 20 letters in the expression Menon products for men. What a creepy coincidence. Well, Menon got bought out by Colgate in 1992, so we don't have a Menon tote board today. I'll just have to call out the questions as we go. These first three questions are being answered by my boss, Foundation CEO Patrick Stewart. Question number one. What is Library Foundation SD's mission, or to put it, In simpler terms, what does Library Foundation SD actually do? Library Foundation SD supports our library system by raising money and contributing money to the system by raising public awareness and advocating for publicly funded dollars and creating awareness overall of the great work that the library system does. Question number two, why is there a need in San Diego for an organization like Library Foundation SD? Well, the library, unfortunately, does not receive all of the money it requires to operate. And so it's absolutely crucial that the Library Foundation steps in in an advocacy role to ensure that what public funding is available remains available in addition to private philanthropic dollars. Now, most listeners are probably familiar with what their local friends chapter does for the library. So question number three would be, how is the foundation different from the friends of the library? Well, the foundation looks at the the library from a system-wide, city-wide perspective and focuses on large levers that move the library impact and value forward. The Friends operate to ensure programs and services and resources are available at their individual branches and a branch-by-branch perspective, and then also serve to volunteer and provide support for individual branch librarians and and branch uh, library branch managers. The foundation does not focus on that. The foundation really focuses on on large projects, um, moving advocacy forward through a citywide lens. Question number four, how did the Library Foundation SD get its start? First of all, the answer to this question deserves its own episode on the podcast. A lot of things and a lot of people led to the formation of the San Diego Public Library Foundation, now known as Library Foundation SD. But there's one name that was there from the very beginning and remains with us today, 20 years later, and that's Jim Daw, a.k.a. Mr. Library. 
Jim was the driving force at the center of a 30-year fight to build our current central library, and he served as the foundation's first board chair when it started in 2002. We lost Jim in 2021, but his legacy lives on through the foundation's work. I spoke with his wife, Mary, to tackle question number four, as the foundation's origin story is really a story about Jim's unwavering commitment to libraries. He just kept working toward it. You know, he said he'd walk into the room and people would say, oh, here comes Mr. Library. (laughs) Have to hear about how important it is to have public libraries. Well, you know, I don't even know what year it was, but he was the chair of the library commission for eight years, which is the maximum time. And then somebody walked into the meeting, the next meeting and said, the law says you can't be there for more than eight years. So he had to, he had to step down at that time. But he, he just sort of started because someone asked him to do something for the library and then it grew and grew and he enjoyed it so much. And you know, being kind of a self-made man who was kind of scholarly in his own way, uh, I think he felt like public libraries were really important and he wanted to do what he could to improve them and well in his community because you know he was a very community-minded guy he always said that he had worked on getting that library for 30 years so by the time it opened in 2013 he'd been working on it since I guess that means the 80s but to do that he needed you know there needed to be a way for people to be able to donate so the foundation grew from that question five what are some of the foundation's biggest wins over its 20-year history. Answering this one is former board chair Cindy Olmsted. Well, two, two exciting moments where one was the, the opening of the Central Library with Celebration Under the Dome. That was just phenomenal. That was very, very exciting, uh, spectacular. We had the whole community involved. We had all those people that were able to contribute to the BRIC campaign and people there. And it was just really a, a community-engaged experience. Um, But recently, I think the thing I am, and I didn't have as much to do with it other than trying to sort of set the stage long ago, was the whole coalition that we formed between the Library Foundation, the Library Commission, the Friends, to be able to do advocacy efforts um, and seen some really strong results from that. Question six, what are some of the biggest challenges the foundation and the library face going forward? Money. That is the challenge that our library system faces. Almost two decades ago, the city council approved an ordinance that would have ensured that the library system receives 6% of the general fund each year. And uh, that has never happened. And in fact, hovers just above about 3%. Our library spends less per capita on books, materials, and resources than other library systems in the state of California or around the country for that matter. It boils down to money. You know, how do we advocate for more money? How do we raise and provide more money? And how do we ensure that there are sustainable funding sources for the library going forward? I think it's always going to be the funding issue. I will also say, I think, getting leadership on the board to be able to get new, energized, excited leadership so that we have younger and a diverse group of people that really support libraries and bring an enthusiasm and an energy to um, the whole role of the foundation. 
When talking about Library Foundation SD's impact on the San Diego Public Library system, we like to break it down into six areas. So questions 7 to 12 cover those six areas, with Patrick giving an example from each. Question number 7. Name one program the Library Foundation SD supports in the area of social justice and equity. Particularly proud in how well that the Library Foundation supports the library's LGBTQIA plus programs, books, resources, and efforts overall. Question number eight, early childhood. The My first library card, you know, introducing new families and young people to the library early on builds a habit of library visitation and uh, library participation. And we know that that increases academic and social success as the kids grow up. Question number nine, education and lifelong learning. Career Online High School. It's a unique program that, that libraries provide that people who, for whatever reason, didn't finish high school are able to get a high school diploma, not just a graduate equivalency. Question number 10, digital learning and access. One of the most important things that the Library Foundation was able to do for the library during the pandemic, ensuring that, that we were able to create the computers in the courtyard program, right? You know, we all know that, you know, one of the main reasons that a lot of people come and visit the library is to use computers and to use the internet. And so as soon as that went away, when they closed the libraries, connection to the world around us went away, creating that opportunity and being able to do it relatively quick, just sort of being able to, to turn on a dime and make sure that library patrons still had access to technology and e-services. Question number 11, economic and workforce development. The new program that we're developing with Jennifer Jenkins, the Micro Business Center, 60% of the employers in San Diego are small businesses and being able to scale out those businesses to be able to tap into resources and mentorships and, and tools to either start a business, grow a business, scale a business, understand the legalities of your business, understand financing for your business, being able to do all of that free at the library through the connections that the Library Foundation has made. Question number 12 cultural and civic engagement. A lot of the work that the library arts and culture program does, the work that you do, ensuring that quality authors, lectures, readings, and series come to library, not just to central, but to library branches all around. You know, one of the most important things to recognize is the library, our library system, is the largest provider of free cultural programs in the region. And the Library Foundation really makes it a priority to support those cultural programs, not just at Central, but at branches all across the city. Question number 13. What about the foundation's work or mission makes you proud to be an employee or maybe inspired you to become an employee? Being able to support this large humanities-based effort, you know, everything from art and technology and science and youth development and teen programming, it just speaks to largely everything that I find personally gratifying. Question number 14. What's the most exciting Library Foundation project you're working on now? I'm actually going to steal this answer to shamelessly promote the Library Shop's Matchbook Story Contest. It's my favorite program that we do. It's also the silliest program. It's in its sixth year, and the challenge is to write a short story that fits inside a book of matches Entries are open through November 15th, 
by visiting libraryshopsd.org. And the winning story will be published on a book of matches that will be available in the library shop. The winner will be announced December 8th at the third annual Shorties, San Diego's Shortest and Silliest Awards Gala. So check it out. Now, where were we? Question number 15. What's your greatest hit or favorite moment or maybe your best day ever from the time you've worked for Library Foundation SD? This one has three answers. First, Kimberly Mueller, our director of major and planned gifts. There's something about watching community members rushing in as the doors open for the first time in a new library or library area that makes me tear up. As kids literally ran into the new Logan Heights Idea Lab to find a seat at a computer or use the recording studios. As the community lined up to check out books at the new Mission Hills Hillcrest Library as the neighborhood poured into their gorgeous, artistic new library in San Ysidro. I blubber with joy every time. And Natalie Gans, our Chief Strategy and Engagement Officer. Every year, one of my favorite days is the graduation for Career Online High School. And when I'm there, I just feel so thankful for the donors who've supported the foundation and helped bring that program and other library programs and resources and services to life and I also think about the people who are graduating and they're walking across the stage and getting their diploma and I just am so hopeful that the opportunity to participate in the program may have had a positive impact for themselves and for their families. And here's Patrick's greatest hit was a conversation kind of much like this one, right? Um, you know, I send communications out to donors pretty regularly. And I got a call from a gentleman, wealthy uh, tech person, sort of has figured it all out in life and calls and says, um, you know, I get these updates from you and these long updates and I'm on your mailing list and I get the impact updates and I get the regular emails and I get your personal emails. He says, you gotta help me out here. None of them talk about books. What the hell do you all do down there? And after like a lengthy two hour conversation, this guy was an absolute convert. And he just said, I had no idea, absolutely no idea. You guys are doing the best work possible. How can I help? Which is the perfect segue to talk to Bill Pope, a donor who volunteers on our board serving as our treasurer. Question 16. What inspired you to support and volunteer for Library Foundation SD? I was inspired to support the library after learning that a library is so much more than books. It is a community resource focused on educating our citizens of all age groups. A more educated populace creates a more productive society. And just to clarify, Bill was not on the phone with Patrick in answer 15. Bill has volunteered and supported the foundation for a long time. Question 17. As a board member, what accomplishment are you proudest of? Once again, former board chair Cindy Olmsted. For me, the whole concept moving beyond the focus on Central Library has been so profound for me. And being able to really put time and energy and effort to bringing equitability to the all branches. Now, we have a ways to go, but the fact that we've got the master plan in place and that it's actually going to be happening 
um, is a step forward. And so I, for me, it's seeing that we have uh, gotten clarity of what our purpose is and been able to expand our influence in the community. Question 18. What would you tell people interested in volunteering or serving on the board for Library Foundation SD? Well, one is I would say it is a marvelous example of a private-public partnership. That the foundation is needed. We need the Library Foundation because the library itself cannot go out and raise its money, and it has to rely on the city to do that. And we know that the city, with all its budgetary challenges, um, can be very precarious year in and year out. So that the fact that the foundation is there as the um, steady eddy, as the as this fundraising focus is to me very valuable and then to be able to see some of the programs that we're able to make see happen because of the funding is just phenomenal and the final two questions are for library staff specifically bob cronk deputy director of public services for the san diego public library who i recently cornered at a library event question 19 what does it mean to your work having Library Foundation SD behind you? What I've seen over the course of time is how, how much they've supported the library, how they've gone out in the community and brought resources to the library uh, when we were starving. And I thought, I think that that has created more opportunities. I think one of the reasons that the library is as popular as it is today is because of the support and the activism of the foundation. Question 20. Can you think of a program that wouldn't be possible without the support of Library Foundation SD? The Library Next that has provided opportunities to kids that generally wouldn't get those opportunities. And I can say, you know, having had two kids that went to college and we, we you know, paid for tutoring and classes like that, it was expensive. And a lot of kids won't have that opportunity. And because of the foundation support, um, we've got kids in, in areas of concern that were able to get that kind of help. And there you have it, 20 questions about Library Foundation SD. If you have questions of your own, visit their website, libraryfoundationsd.org. That's going to do it for today's episode. I'd like to thank all our guests, Patrick Stewart, Cindy Olmsted, Natalie Gans, Kimberly Mueller, Bill Pope, Mary Daw, and Bob Kronk. As per usual, thanks to Pete Meisner and Luke Henshaw for contributing original music, and a super huge thanks to the Access Services staff at the Central Library. Since coming to the work unit back in June, I've gotten the opportunity to work with a talented team who are dedicated to the job and each other. For more information on the resources and programs mentioned in today's episode, please see our show notes or visit us at sandiego.gov forward slash SDPL podcast. This podcast is supported by the Library Foundation SD. You just heard a ton of great stuff about the good work they do, and you can find even more at libraryfoundationsd.org. If you like what we're doing here at Listener's Advisory, please consider sharing our podcast on your social media, leave us a rating or review via your favorite podcast directory, or tell someone you know about us. 
Thanks in advance.